Um, keep on trucking. Ooh, it's the garbage man's blues. Keep on trucking. I didn't know that that's a Sesame Street song. And it's promoting recycling. <laughs> From when I was a little kid. Man, they were doing recycled propaganda since I was a kid. This is the uh, this is Wednesday, November twenty second, twenty twenty three A.D. Nine oh one a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. How you guys uh, doing? Gonna have a fun Lucy Goosey Hakey Hake show. Um, what will we talk about? Well, for one thing, I did not get to uh, the. Um, Obvious Building 7 collateral damage collapse from the Twin Towers. Obvious. <laughs> so I'll get to that. I also didn't get to my commentary ab- about the uh, transgender um, science propaganda studies. So hope to get to those two things in particular. But I want to show that CNN needs an editor. So if anybody wants to be an editor for CNN, Commie Nonsense Network, uh, apply today. But I don't know. I can't speak for them. But I can tell you about them that they need an editor. (laughs) Uh, They have, like, a serious error. But it's not that serious. Nothing is that serious if it's from CNN, right? Some other things, you know, this pro-illegal Hispanic Congress mail. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thought who would have guessed? Oh, and this fake Lahaina Strong picture from a month or two ago. So, um, and some pocket headlines about the economy and evil. They, they say, support evil, otherwise it's not good for the economy. That's the pocket and far-left extremist Reuters are saying. And maybe some, hey, chat, your calls, I would love to talk with you. There was a flat earther who called in. Oh, I'll have to find that diffraction um, picture, illustration, slash uh, explanation. Light can bend around corners. Did you know that? It does. It goes around corners. It does all sorts of things that you don't understand. Um... So all that and your calls, if you'd like to call in, and some beautiful music, beautiful Wednesday, work hard Wednesday music. But anyway, everybody, let's get right on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report, the Hake Report, la, la, la. doing i am fine i got one of my vegas t-shirts on it's a nice color blue american shooters because we are for the second amendment we are for it 
and good muzzle muzzle. We practice good muzzle safety and trigger discipline. Do we not? That's all there is to it, right? <laughs> no, there is much more to that. To uh, proper gun control. That's the real type of gun control. Not this mumbo-jumbo uh, woman mess. Am I right? And shout it to the women. Uh, 100% cotton, by the way. <laughs> but anyway, um, let me show you this typo. Is it a typo or is it a just oversight or what from Kami Nonsense Network themselves? CNN fine error screenshot. Look at this error. I looked, you know, if it's not on CNN's morning updates, I don't know about it. You guys told me that Elon Musk uh, or X sued Media Matters. I think I did read that yesterday in Hague News. Maybe CNN did cover it. But if Comedy Nonsense Network doesn't cover it, I don't know about it. And even then, I might not know about it. (laughs) But anyway, $200. Today's number, $200. They highlighted this number. Today's number, $200. That's how much the CEO of the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange will pay in fines after pleading guilty to money laundering violations. It literally wrote, they literally wrote $200. Who wrote this? Who? Who indeed? (laughs) On Wednesday, November 22nd, 2023 A.D., uh, I'm like, wow, that's not very much. That is newsworthy. A $200 fine? <laughs> and he's the biggest cryptocurrency exchange? Money laundering violations. You money laundered, you owe $200 and go to, directly to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Cheng Peng Zhao, the head of uh, Binance. I've heard of them, I feel like, in the news. One of the... Wo- most powerful figures in crypto agreed to step down as CEO. Oh, that's, ta- that's too bad. He has to step down as CEO. From the exchange Tuesday, following a years-long investigation into the company's transactions. Well, I'm like, $200, that is newsworthy because that sounds so low. That's like remarkably silly. I mean, you spend, you probably spend $200 taking this man to court. <laughs> Times 2,000. Or, I don't know, you, yeah, you probably spend thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars investigating this man. How does that make s- sense? And I don't, I don't know. To me, this is evil versus evil. But go to the correct. CNN fine correct. That was Call Me Nonsense Network. And I go into, fortunately, they got it right. It's not $200. It's $200 million. What? <laughs> Billionaire Cheng Peng Zhao and leading cryptocurrency exchange Binance pleaded guilty Tuesday. Federal charges. The feds got him. So the corrupt feds got this corrupt commie capitalist. I'm assuming he's a commie capitalist. I'm assuming the feds are corrupt. In a watershed moment designed to bring order to the often lawless, often, it's pronounced often, not often, by the way, often lawless crypto industry. Oh, Lord. Pots and kettles. As part of the coordinated, that means that the government doesn't have their, their tentacles, their fingers, their multi-arms 
around inside of meddling into the crypto industry. It means it's free. True freedom. As part of the coordinated settlement al- across the federal government, b- evil federal government, Binance has agreed to pay more than $4 billion in fines and other penalties. Zhao himself, one of the power- most powerful figures in crypto, agreed to step down as CEO and ex- from the exchange that he founded. Wow, they took it away from him. And he will pay $200 million in fines. But he is, he has like, he's worth an estimated 40, 23 billion. That means he matters. His life matters. No. He pleaded guilty to failing to maintain an effective anti-money laundering program. Authorities allege Binance allowed actors to, to transact freely on the platform and enabling everything from child sex abuse and narcotics to terrorist financing for ISIS, Al-Qaeda, and Hamas's Al-Qassam bridges. Probably even helped corrupt organizations, maybe even like the feds. Nah, I don't know. One of the biggest ever corporate corporate resolutions that uh, includes criminal charges for an executive... Unlicensed money transition, transmitting and sanctions violations. Violations of anti-money laundering uh, sanctions or whatever. I don't know. But, see, CNN needs a... I heard that a lot of these commie capitalist corporations that are uh, mainstream media outlets, they have let go of a lot of their editors. Their quality has gone down because... <coughs> excuse me. They're reliant on people going to their websites because nobody wants to pay for their stuff. Some people pay. They get some suckers to pay. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, they're, they're going down. So they're getting cheaper, and so their quality is going down. And then also they support low-quality people coming into the world, coming into the country, and infiltrating the commie capitalist corporations. So they have low quality um, control. Terrible, huh? $200 fine. <laughs> Excuse me. Anyway, uh, speaking of illegals and immigration, there's this pro illegal Congress male who's uh, running his big mouth earlier this month, three, three weeks ago. CNN shares this quote, shared this quote. This barrier is both un-American and unconstitutional and needs to be removed immediately. That's at the New Mexico Democrat Representative Gabe Vasquez. I know it's pronounced Vasquez. Or some people pronounce it Vasquez. Vasquez? Vasquez? Vasquez. Gabe Vasquez. Issuing a statement this week after Texas official again deployed razor wire. At their border. Because they don't want these illegals coming through. This guy wants the illegals coming through. Un-American and unconstitutional. What does that even mean? Needs to be removed immediately. The border dispute is uh, without a federal permit to deter the so-called migrants. Oh, you need a federal permit to uh, protect your state from invasion. Give me a break. No, you don't. 
Border dispute is the latest quarrel between Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott, the wheelchair-bound rhino guy who did endorse President Trump, to his credit. And he's done a couple of, you know, okay things. Some people say he's great. I don't know. It's a low bar to greatness nowadays. And the Biden administration, the evil Biden administration, Crooked Joe, Obama administration part three at a time when increased so-called migration or illegal invade over illegal crossings are straining both state and federal resources. So what's a cheap solution? A cheap part of of the solution? Razor wire. Razor wire, harder to get through. Going to filter out some of these people. But no, you can't do it. It's un-American and unconstitutional. Like he cares about America or the Constitution. Gabe, Gabriel, Gabriel, Gabriella, Vasquez. Sick, huh? Sick stuff. AI equity. This is from a little bit ago. Real Chris Rufo posted this on X. So-called president, Sleepy Joe Biden, this is from a few weeks ago as well, signed an executive order that will require AI companies, which are already commie capitalist liberals, you already know it, but they want it even more liberal, anti-white, anti-man, anti-Christian, address algorithmic discrimination. Require AI companies to address algorithmic discrimination and ensure that AI advances equity. Equity is their false liberal moral. It's their second commandment of liberalism. Equity. The first commandment is lie. Second commandment, equity, which is also a lie. Equality, equity, whatever. They want to embed the principles of CRT and DEI, critical race theory, anti-white, and DEI, D- diversity, equity, and inclusion, get rid of the whites and the men and the competence. Into every aspect of AI, advancing equity and civil rights, irresponsible uses of AI can lead to and deepen discrimination, bias, and other abuses in justice. They're not for justice. Health care, fake. And housing, also fake. The Biden-Harris administration, they, they hyphenated it. And called it Biden-Harris administration. They're trying to rope her in. Has already taken action. This is put out by the White House, right? I think. By publishing the blueprint for an AI Bill of Rights. That's not a... That's, those aren't rights. Issuing an executive order dis- directing agencies to combat algorithmic discrimination. Enforcing existing authorities to protect people's rights and safety. And you already know that AI is liberal because it relies on the liberal media and these people are commie capitalists. Anybody understand what's going on with the open AI and they, su- they got rid of Sam Altman and then they brought him back, whoever that is, the CEO of AI? I don't know. Provide clear guidance to landlords, federal benefits programs, and federal contractors to key, keep AI algorithms from being used to exacerbate discrimination. Meaning, don't have discriminating taste. Just blindly accept the criminal element and the uh, ghetto element into the uh, beautiful, our beautiful suburbs. <laughs> We've had problems here. Let's bring more problems here. 
Address algorithmic discrimination through training, technical assistance, and coordination between the Department of Injustice and federal so-called civil rights offices. See, the government's corrupt. It's anti-American. And I think the DOJ was founded after the civil, so-called Civil War to go after the whites down in the South, in the South. Go after the KKK and all them. So it's evil versus evil. They pretend like the KKK is so evil. What's the KKK doing? The DOJ is doing plenty of evil in America. Federal civil rights offices, also a fake thing, on best practices for investigating and prosecuting civil rights violation related to AI. So watch out. They got their fingers, their tentacles, their multi-arms into everything. What a mess. So that's your old news for the day. Maybe I'll share more of it later. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, Hey, Thank you, Stephen Will. Happy Thanksgiving to you. We will be live tomorrow and Friday, it's looking like, okay? Office closed tomorrow, I do believe, after the... After GLP and Hake and all that stuff. So, uh, check this out. I've been wanting to get to this. WTC7, World Trade Center 7. I think I have this in the other folder there, Hassan. 9-11, WTC, Building 7. I look at this, I'm like, no wonder that little thing went down. It's is a meme shared in, uh, on X, Twitter. It has a south building, a north building. I didn't know that there was a south and north building in 9-11. Those twin towers. Between which Spider-Man spun a web and captured a helicopter in his web in the preview for that Spider-Man movie, but then they got rid of it. We saw it in the previews, but then they got rid of it because it was insensitive because 9-11 happened between the previews and the release of that Spider-Man movie back in the day, in the year 2001. Never forget, this is from the antimedia.org, I guess. The antimedia.org. Never forget the Twin Towers. And then forget World Trade Center 7. (laughs) And they make an interesting point because all three of these buildings went down. Uh, One of those buildings... One of these three buildings is dwarfed by the others and looks like it's in a precarious position should the uh, two come down. It's that close and it was that small. No wonder that thing went down. And it was tall, but not tall enough. But tall enough to be uh, collateral damaged, collaterally damaged. Of course that thing went down. And the, what's funny is the meaning of this meme is to say, oh, it doesn't make sense the World Trade Center 7 went down. No plane went into it. But when, you, when I fall down, sure enough, the, just the wind of me falling down is going to knock down my little brother. When I was uh, 12 and he was like 5 or 6, I just fall down and like my arm pops out and knocks him down. Of course that thing is going to fall down. <laughs> so there's your 
Of course World Trade Center 7 went down. You guys acting like World Trade Center just inexplicably fell down. They, uh, they bombed it. Like, what's the point of it? What is the point of... What was the point of it? Oh, Lord. Razor wire is dangerous. Yes, it is. So, yes, it makes, it makes perfect sense to me that 9-11 went down the way it went down. Although I'm sure that there's a lot of stuff that's untold, right? Embarrassing things, corrupt things, lies, withholding the whole truth. They don't tell the whole truth, of course. It is interesting, never forget the Twin Towers, but forget about World Trade Center 7. It reminds me of yesterday's story that I told you about John Crawford. John Crawford got shot in that Walmart nine years ago, almost ten years ago. He was carrying a plastic uh, airsoft rifle. Well, it probably has some metal in it, right? That BB gun, pellet gun. Realistic looking. Pointing the muzzle inadvertently, maybe. Or maybe not, I don't know. At people. According to the 911 caller. Witness. Who had no reason to lie. And what, what, have, what happened? A mother died. Who, maybe she had a heart attack or something. Because she was a 37-year-old mother. Black sounding name. I don't know if she was fat or had a heart condition or what, but she died. She was a mother, and she died. Forget about her, but don't forget about the guy who kind of brought it on himself, not paying attention in life. No ill will towards uh, John Crawford, but never forget, forget John Crawford. Say his name, and then forget about the gal who, who died in the panicking exiting of that Walmart store because the police came in and shot that guy dead because they thought he was an active uh, gun male. Forget about her. Yes, many things, many important details do get forgotten in story. There were people inside that World Trade Center 7, Building 7. So... There you go. Uh, Kilo Alpha Tango says, something, something, strategic demolition. Buildings can and will not go down that perfectly accidentally. You don't know that. You don't know that. (laughs) Quote, unquote, accidentally. Um, So, I don't know, Kilo Alpha Tango. We need to send you to... Qatar, 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 to uh, get educated. You're uneducated. A BB gun brought down building Tower 7? (laughs) Could have been. It was the BB gun that broke the camel's back. The weight of one one thing, it's like dominoes. The, The weight of one thing... Causes the weight of another. Boom, 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 It makes perfect sense to me. You can call in if you disagree. 
888-77-JESSE, 1-888-7753-773. Many architects disagree, Hake, says Peter R. Architects are different from demolition men and uh, people who understand basic physics and common sense. (laughs) Uh, Right on. What else are you guys saying? Carver says, I may or may not have just ordered a based octopus to the pond office. Uh, I disavow just just for the sake of uh, whatever. Hake thinks there were planes too? Yeah, I, th- I think so. Who cares? Hake, please tell me how metal bending and heating metal work. Please. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to talk about uh, it just makes sense. It collapsed and that's that. My proof is it went down. Where's your proof? <laughs> it's like something that you've never seen before, and you see, think, oh, that's so massive and awesome. Because this thing happened, right? Huge, mind-bogglingly tall building collapsed, and there was stuff, debris flying. And <laughs> educated means... <laughs> getting something to buy something lies uh, something just so mind-bogglingly massive happens and it's something you don't see all the time something you've never seen before and you think whoa, I didn't expect that and therefore you jump to conclusions about this doesn't make sense Years of welding and heat treating metals? Hey, years of welding and heat treating metals? Asks Nugget Man. <laughs> I don't need, I don't need me- uh, welding or heat treating metals. Metal's not going to stand up to uh, huge tons and tons and uh, ever increasing tons of, uh, of material coming down on you hard. It's not designed with all those things in mind, Kevin Howe. It's not designed for a plane to be hitting it and then wobbling it and then uh, all that mess. It's designed for earthquakes and wind. <laughs> uh, wow, even Kevin Howe's buying into this, this stuff, acting like it doesn't make sense. You guys are acting like the flat earthers, and shout out to the flat earthers. You, you don't understand something, so you're saying it doesn't make sense. It must be flat. <laughs> you asked for my proof, gee. You don't have any proof because you've never seen the, the World Trade Center get run into by this huge plane and then withstand it. <laughs> but anyway. It was designed to prevent a plane from hitting it, says Esoteric. What, by putting glass into it? I wonder if birds fly and in, flew into those windows much. But anyway, shout out to the flat earthers and the, uh, and the people who uh, get all into their heads about Building 7 and 9-11. Building 7 didn't kill itself. No, it was probably the North Tower's debris, collateral damage. It seems... Quite likely. May, makes a whole lot of sense. You didn't even know the earth is flat, Hake. It's relatively flat for our purposes. Well, 
I'm getting animated. My, ha- my arms are flailing. It's relatively flat for our purposes, but it's all, uh... <laughs> but it's clearly a ball. Obviously a globe. Anyway, let's move on. Why don't, wh- can't we all just get along? Hey, I work with structural graded beams. Yeah, but do you work with airplanes flying into buildings? I think not. Building 70's flat. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I'll move forward. You guys can call in. one 888 Okay. That was more than 10 minutes. Lahaina Strong. Lahaina Strong. This is also from that other folder, I think. This is from last month. CNN Travel uh, had this article. And just... This past Friday, it was shared by Commie Nonsense Network, CNN. They shared this October 7th article. Hawaii council members unanimously vote to support a resolution postponing West Maui's reopening to tourists. And they have these pictures of this Lahaina strong. I feel like it should be Lahaina. Lahaina strong. See that in the folder there, Hassan? And it has these gals speaking with these men holding t-shirts that say Lahaina Strong. With their communist colors. Lahaina Strong, too early for tourism. You do the math. We can't, we need time to grieve. We can't take tourists. Tourists is how they make their money. Lahaina is where they had the, uh, The fires from the space lasers or whatever. No, not from the space lasers. I don't know what from. They had fires like crazy. And uh, now after a disaster, predictably, they pretend like they're strong. They're so strong that it's too early for tourism. They need time to grieve. This is from last month again. Two months already, and it was, and it was, they still needed more time to grieve. Tamara, Tamara Pelton, 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 represented Lahaina on Maui City Council, County Council, I mean, spoke at this news conference asking the Hawaii governor, Josh Green, not a Christian, not even from Hawaii, but he spent time in Hawaii as like a doctor or something. So he turned into this, uh, Unchristian demon rat from New York. He wanted to reopen, and she asked, she and all these other strong, Lahaina strong people, delaying plans to reopen a portion of West Maui to tourism. It's so womanly to be like, Uvalde strong. Uvalde is where they had that mass shooting at that school. No, it's weak. That's why they had that shooting there, because it's filled with messed up families from which that mass murderer came who shot up the school after he shot his grandmother, like, in the face, and she she survived, thankfully. Grandmother's strong. And called the 911 on him, but he shot up that school. They're not strong. These shootings take place in liberal schools. And these, uh, this messed up government was all, had... This crazy fire that's not strong. 
yes, you can uh, bear up under terrible things happening. We've all had rough things happening to, uh, to us in life. Some worse than others, I guess. Beta back strong, yeah. Yeah, it's like me after I mess up my back, I'll be like, hey, strong. It's not strong, that's weak. So womanly. Powerful woman. Uh, it's cool design, though. Um, fierce. They use all these woman words <laughs> that men don't have to describe themselves as. They just be it. <laughs> okay, what are they saying here in this article that's, that shows you how, much, how strong they are? I get waiting on the searches, right? They're still searching for people, at least as of last week. Uh, they were still searching for people. Crazy, huh? Terrible thing that went down over there in uh, West Maui. Opening up on the exact date that marks two months from the fire is not trauma-informed. Trauma-informed, said female councilman Kiani Rollins-Fernandez in a meeting in early October. In honor of the two-month mark. See, women. Oh, it's the two-month anniversary of this thing. That's not trauma-informed. You're not supposed to open up on the exact date. It's not exact date if it's a two-month anniversary. (laughs) Ridiculous women. Shout out to the women. In honor of the two-mark month, the governor, unchristian New York Democrat Josh Green of Hawaii, has cracked the whip, sending everybody back to work, said Keanu Rollins-Fernandez. Based slave driver Democrat... Josh Green. Nice. Crack the whip. Back to work. If you need money, you need money and you need to get back to work. Pele Kiakona said at a news conference on the last month, not yet. Our grief is still too fresh and our loss, our loss is still uh, too profound. They wouldn't know profound if it made them reopen and put them back to work and crack the whip. Recovery requires time, compassion, and a supportive environment that allows residents to heal, rebuild, and regain a sense of normalcy, according to the resolution. Normalcy is when you go back to work and you keep on plugging and keep on trucking. It's the garbage man's blues. Women. See, Hake will never find a woman. LOL. Lots of laughs. Whatever, Lizzie. I found you ladies in the chat. (laughs) Oh, you mean find a woman as in like to marry? Whatever. Maybe I'll be better off. Maybe I'll be better off. You don't know. You're not God. The reopening of West Maui for tourism poses a significant challenge to the emotional well-being and readiness of our community members, particularly those directly affected by the wildfires, so stated the resolution. Well, the ones most directly related were the, um, the women who, uh, or men and women who, and children who died. How many died? That's right, Averancy, in different area codes, too. <laughs> Don't do it, hate women or beta. We love the betas. If we love anyone, we love betas. If we don't love betas, we don't love anybody. Because everybody's beta, practically. 
<laughs> he needs to find a goth autistic children, a uh, Christian gal. Well, I guess I beat that to death. Bunch of liberals over there. Women run. I'm shaking my head. And I get it. Tourists are annoying oftentimes. Especially nowadays. People aren't raised right, you know? And they've made stuff cheaper, so we get riffraff tourism. It used to be... That you had to jump through some hoops. You had to be pretty well off to do some tourism. And now you <laughs> and now I like all ethnic I do like women and I like all ethnicities, but not like not necessarily like that. I think that I should stay normal. <laughs> not go the interracial route. Poor Hawaii. Maybe we should get rid of Hawaii. No, I think we should keep it and make them uh, make them shape up. I remember there was one gal who called in all upset about the uh, mismanagement, the the perhaps lies and the evil happening to these people. Latin A happened to these people with this fire that just, it raged on for like days. Tearing down people's buildings, just incinerating their cars and things. It's awful. He is pro space laser. Anyway, um, let's see if I can plow through this. The transgender science propaganda. Enough of Hawaii. I mean, the Hawaii is probably... They have a Christian population, but... I remember Hawaii was protesting against this LGBTIQ agenda. There were many Hawaiian Christians who were not for the so-called same-sex marriage being adopted back when I was producer of the Jesse Lee Peterson show. But it is like a uh, steamroller of hell... That is steamrolling the, uh, the children, the men, the ladies of common sense to force them into accepting evil and calling it good. Oh, pride. We support pride. My guest last Friday, Tom Foolery. Tom Foolery, aptly named... And my former debate opponent of multiple debates, Hunter Avalone. Hunter Avalone. They both used to be conservative. So-called. Hey, are you too good for a woman? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, both two ex-conservative Christians who turned into liberals after reading. You guys familiar with them? Maybe. Neither one of them, in my talking to them, seemed particularly deep, real. They didn't engage me in, like, 
a genuine way, by and large. I mean, there is room for playfulness and sarcasm and shallow gotchas and phoniness like that. I, I like it. I have fun with that, too. But not inspiring. Nothing that they said rang true. Rang. I mean, there were certain things that, that were, like, true, factual. Tell, talking about their lives. They've both been through, like, some real or some normal people troubling issues in their lives, of course. Like anybody. You never know what people have been through. You never know. Don't judge them. Just like we don't judge the ladies, even though they're airheads. <laughs> Intellectual, emotional airheads. Shout out to the ladies. We love airheads. But they're like shallow, intellectual, arrogant. The arrogance of puffed up, being puffed up on knowledge. The arrogance of life. For the most part, people wake up, quote unquote wake up. For the most part, people don't wake up at all. But for the most part, people get a little bit more sensible as they go through life. They become more conservative. They go from liberal, more liberal, to more conservative. I was never particularly liberal. Because I was raised Christian, normal Christian. But there were different things that I fell for a little here and there. Oh, the illegals, they're here. No, it's not right. Um, They become more pro-white, whatever race they are. They become more pro-man, whatever gender they are, whichever gender they are, of the two actual genders. (laughs) Even the transgenders become more sensible. They become more God-believing, They become more logical, not more effeminate. Ah, many people do become more effeminate in life. More corrupt, more perverted, more emotional, more liberal, more atheist, more intellectual rationalizing. That happens too, even while, quote-unquote, waking up. But this corrupt science, science is made by liberals and pushed by liberals. It is a, uh, an establishment now. And all establishments governed by human beings, they're corrupt. Look at the Catholic Church. Look at the Protestant churches. Look at the Orthodox churches, I heard. I heard that, you know, the Russian Orthodox Church is beholden and swayed by politics. Um... The, even the conservative Christian normal churches. Answer my question, Hake, or else. Which, hey, which question? You got to give me a super chat or something. Hake, what color grapes do you like most? Oh, black grapes. <laughs> They're not actually black. They're like dark purple. If you're talking about actual, like, food. Uh... Even the so-called conservative Christian churches get, like, woman-led. Oh, she's the boss, or they let the woman speak, or they act like the man is leading, but really the woman is, like, running him in many different ways. 
they kiss up to the fake idea of racism. Left and right have swallowed that fake idea. And pretended like the whites are the primary <laughs> are the primary culprits when the whites are the least. The blacks are the most racist. And I don't hold it against them. So same thing with science. The premises are shallow. They think they think and rationalize like you know how women get a, an idea in their head about the truth, and then they uh, act, ask a crazy question like, what about during uh, grown-up time? Are you supposed to scream or not scream and just be quiet, even keeled? <laughs> That's a cockamamie idea. That's a crazy idea. Like, I don't even know how to address that. It's like getting into your head about it. And then asking the host, a host of a show instead of your husband about it. About to make hate plush. <laughs> uh, but that's not like the worst example. It's kind of like uh, there was one gal who came to church and were, was like, oh, we need to kill the ego. Well, first of all, it's not up to you to do that. And second of all, her cockamamie idea was, oh, we need to bash each other's egos. No, that's artificial. That's playing God itself. That's a fake idea. It sounds logical based on shallow stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh, Hake, stop. <laughs> Says Amazing Asia. <laughs> Is joshing a word? I'm just joshing with you. Jake, joking around a little. <laughs> um, the premises are of science nowadays, these scientific experiments and studies are shallow. They are uh, narrow, based on symptoms, not getting into the root issue, um, not big picture, right? They don't get to the causes of things. So these two guys whom I mentioned, Tom Foolery, Hunter Avalone, they both referenced these studies that I have not seen the details of these studies that showed that they took people who are suffering from this transgender, they call it a mental illness. That's why I don't call it a mental illness. It is a, maybe there's some, some physical ailments that affect the brain and all that stuff, of course, right? The spirit affects the body. An evil spirit affects the body in many different ways. It turns your face crooked sometimes, unless you're born like that, in which case the spiritual ailment of your parents and grandparents and all them intermixing all in different crooked ways, turns your face crooked. But oftentimes, people get all twisted and perverted in, in unexpected ways. Uh, so I get it, but the spirit, the, which Hunter Avalon denies exists, even though he has an evil, plainly evil, arrogant spirit <laughs> that everybody can see, um, shallow, blind, gossipy woman spirit. <laughs> but shout out to Hunter Avalon. I like the guy. Um, they're not getting to the roots of things. They're not getting to the cause. They're saying, okay, these transgenders, one of them we gave this, this uh, mental illness propping up, delusion propping up um, treatment, quote-unquote mental health treatment, they pretend to call it. You know, whether it's just letting them dress up and call themselves whatever effeminate name and effeminate pronouns, she, her, when it's a dude, a young dude, little dude, child. And they give them earlier and earlier in life, the less likely they will um, end up committing suicide. 
and I heard that that's not even actu- actually true, but I don't know. I don't particularly care. I don't particularly care because those are symptoms. There are all kinds of things that people do to cope. And coping is fine, but it's not addressing the, the issue. There's coping, there's coping by uh, escaping and delving and wallowing into your mess, or there's coping by just doing nothing, being still, not necessarily believing these thoughts and emotions that are overtaking you and overwhelming you, this false identity that, you've, that you're trying to embrace. It's just another false identity that we all have, this messed up notion of what we want, what we think we want, what we uh, are, what we can't, can't do without. What is the point tr- Hake is trying to make, asks, come on, man. It's a long point, but in short, they're not addressing the root issues. They're just, uh, they're just comparing the nominal change in uh, suicidality of treating the transgender and by uh, supporting them in their delusion versus, versus not going along with that delusion completely. Going along with it, but not as deeply. But there's a third option. Not believing it. Doing nothing. Not even, not even calling yourself uh, so-called transgender. Not even believing this. Oh, I have gender dysphoria. That's something that most people don't do because most people don't get over their uh, their uh, alcoholism or their uh, smoking or their eating or their s word x say sex stuff. They get deeper into it and and worse. Or they may drop this and then embrace like being a weirdo. Eastern meditation, yoga, shallow, womanly person. Effeminate person, not womanly. They may drop one thing and replace it with another. So they're putting, so this, uh, the science says we need to put, the science in the corrupt courts in the establishment America puts the children who've been perverted by the woman, by the way, with the woman who perverted the child, who made the child more mentally ill. They put the child with the woman who's supporting the delusion and propping up the delusion and enabling it. How does that make sense? How does the child fall into this mental illness, uh, this so-called mental illness of transgender? They don't look at the root, the, the root issue. They put the child with the woman with whom they, uh, they identify. Not with the man who won't support the false identity, but will support the real identity. Or at least support something closer to reality. You're a boy, be a boy. You're not that. Don't fall for that. A man doesn't go along with it. Oh, so the man's neglecting the child's mental health, they think. It's insane. And so I would love to see the anecdotes rather than the statistics because anecdotes are closer to real life. Somebody's story, the details of how they grew up, how the mother was, how the father was, how the, how the child, the so-called trans child was, that tells me a little bit more. And how much less suicidal are they? <laughs> oh, they're nominally less suicidal, but they're still suicidal way more than normal people. Oh, and it's because of the bullying by the Christians. You people. They make the Christians to blame for 
<laughs> it's kind of like blaming the people who support the NRA and the Second Amendment and gun owners of America for these mass shootings done by liberals and liberals' children. Liberals be- meaning broken families, mother-headed households, children who've been separated from their fathers on these mental illness drugs, and they blame conservatives. <laughs> How does that make sense? Conservatives who were not in that house. I don't think I would let Hake babysit. <laughs> Good, I would not want to. It reminds me of Making Gay Okay, that book, and this is a good book, or at least the, the, the point of that book is a, good, is a good point. I've referenced this book before, how rationalizing homosexual behavior, so-called homosexual behavior, is changing everything by Robert Riley, a Catholic, shout out to the Catholics, press uh, one if you're a Catholic, press two if you're a normal Christian, press three if you're... You're not sure, or you're, you're neither. Shout out to the Catholics. Robert Riley was interviewed by Jesse Lee Peterson years ago, like 2014. Made a great point about how these intellectuals, not intelligent people, intellectual people, rationalize evil. Rationalize wrong as being okay and right. Atheists pretend like they're so logical. Kilo Alpha Tango is a Catholic? Yeah, he does look kind of Mexican. Not to dox him. He might be normal white. Si Saladito is not a... Si Saladito is not a Catholic? But she has a beaner accent. (laughs) Lizzie, two and three. She's normal Christian and not sure of anything anymore. Uh... It's emotional, intellectual, which is the same thing, evil, not rational. Rationalizing, but not rational, not logical, not sensible or good. I remember debating Hunter Avalon about how uh, women don't make sensible decisions. They're not as logical as men. And he's like, well, actually, they did a study, and women can describe in logical, logical steps how they arrive to their, their things. And it's a, some cockamamie idea like, oh, we need, to, uh, we need to hurt each other's egos to uh, drop the ego and return to God. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's artificial. That's not logical. That's not sensible. Anyway. That's what the Freemasons do, says Nick. Inflict pain to get enlightenment. Wow. See, these Freemasons get these cockamamie ideas just like the ladies. Shout out to the ladies. Guys do it, too. Feel better about yourselves now? <laughs> think, that, think that I like you better now that I say, oh, men do it, too. Uh, so, that's that. Tra- that's your trans science propaganda. Shows you how these people get these crazy ideas in their heads. And you've heard from great guys like uh, Evil is Real, CJ from Texas, talking about peer review, gatekeepers. And uh, I think Base America First has talked about this stuff. These people get these, set up a premise or a hypothesis that you test and it's narrow and it's going to be pretty obvious what the result is for the most part. 
oh, they're marginally less suicidal. Oh, no, it's a lot less suicidal by supporting these people in their delusions. Yeah, we support the homeless population, too. And what do we get? More homeless. What are we getting? More transgender, insane, messed up people in the head. Terrible. Anyway, I'm tired of hearing myself talk. I'm going to get to your calls, guys. But first, it is Work Hard Wednesdays. And that means Starflyer 59. It's a Christian band. I hope you like it. It's called West Coast Friendship from the 2002 EP, Can't Stop Eating. Hope you enjoy it, you musical Philistines. I'll be right back for hour two. Starflyer 59, West Coast Friendship. See you soon. Like this, don't tell James. <laughs> Starflyer.
That's near San Clemente. It's Christian. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through the beautiful music. Dramatic mist, says John Frederick. Yeah, it's it's always, it's oftentimes misty down there. Nice song. Why on earth are you talking over it? Oh, terrible. I should be ashamed. Uh, Some quick super chats before I get to calls, guys. Over on Streamlabs, Gregatron, thank you, sir. Very generous donation, appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving, Hake. Do me a favor, split this evenly between yourself, Joel, Jesse, Nick, and Hassan. You guys are awesome. All right, I can do that, sir. Appreciate it. Um, Buy yourselves a drink or use it for some new equipment for your little network. Very kind. Thank you, man. Uh, Over on buymeacoffee.com slash... the Hake Report. Someone bought three coffees. Have you seen The Fall of Minneapolis on Rumble with over a million views? I think you should, do a, you should do a whole show on your review of the film. Georgia, Florida was not murdered, murdered May by Derek Chauvin, and the immoral leftists know it. Yeah, I mean, they just throw around the M word like it's a... Like, a, like the L word, like lies. Because that's what they do. Let liberals lie. Liberals lie. Uh, thank you. I think that it was covered a little bit on the uh, Jesse Lee Peterson show. Esoteric bought a coffee. The Twin Towers were designed to withstand an impact of a Boeing 707, which is about 15% lighter than the 767 used. Ah, see? It was, this, it was the 767 that broke the camel's back. Engineers were concerned because of a case where an airplane hit the Empire State Building in 1945. Skilling's people, chief structural engineer, did an analysis that showed the towers would withstand the impact of a Boeing 707. Their only real worry about a crash was jet fuel dumped into the building. Wow. Interesting. Thank you, Esoteric. Uh, Someone bought a coffee... When someone asks you if you love black people, why do you always preface your response with, I, if I love anybody? <laughs> uh, I don't know if anybody's asked me if I love black people. But if I love such and such people, if I love anybody, I love them. Because uh, that's a fact. I think, so that I, to, because if I preface it like that, then it's, uh, then I have wiggle room. If I love nobody, right? If I love, if I don't love them, I love no one. That's why I, one caller cl- cl- tried to claim that I hate him. So I said, if I hate anybody, I hate you. Because if I hate anybody, I do hate them. Because I hate everybody, right? Same thing with love. It's universal. It's just what you are. You are hatred. Or, I mean, you're possessed by hatred emotions uh, being blown and buffeted by the waves 
if you're built on love, that solid rock of God, then uh, you love everybody. That's why I say if I love anybody, <laughs> I love the blacks. Shout out to the wiggle room. W- wiggle room is not a person to whom you shout, out to whom you shout. <laughs> I don't hate you, I hate your guts. <laughs> says Court Green. Court, the only court that I trust. I don't trust these corrupt courts in the United States of America, not even the so-called Supreme Court. I only, su- I only trust Court Green if I trust anybody. If I trust any court. <laughs> K-O-R-T. Well, right on. Uh, I think that's all the super chats. Bum, 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 bum. Just double check over there on Rumble. We're all, f- we're all fine, because we're not all good. We're all fine. It's all nice on ice, all right. Arthur in Colorado is on the line. Thank you, Arthur, for calling and holding. What's up? Hey. Hey. Happy Thanksgiving to you and the squad. Nice. Me and the, the, those ladies at this, in the squad, those POC ladies? Nick. <laughs> right on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I called to bring up a topic that I know that you just absolutely love and can't wait to get to, you know, Flat Earth. Yeah. I love that you know, topic. You just, do you really? Or I like discussing it. I can't help but discuss it or think about it every time I go to the beach and see the obvious globe indicated by the horizon the clear crisp horizontal horizon me too you know i avoided this topic too um out of all these conspiracy i was getting you know messages to check out i avoided this topic for about i don't know quite some time years and then i finally built in out of boredom and there's one guy i i think a show with both of you would be Awesome. Send him, s- send his number or his info to me by, without mentioning his name, unless he was okay. a guest on the JLP, uh, the Fallen State with JLP. You um, know, I'm not sure if he was or not. Yeah. That would actually be a Did really you know that cool JLP hosted a, fall, a uh, Flat Earth debate? I did not know that. Oh, then you did not really study this topic then. <laughs> You know, there is somebody that had me thinking, this individual I'm talking about, I think a show of you and him talking about this, he has displays, and I know I can't say his name, but right. I, I think if you looked into him, you would find it interesting. I He has me a, a bit uh, baffled. Mark Sargent. Mark Sargent was in this discussion hosted by Jesse Lee Peterson in the year yeah. 2019, April 12th. Uh, was when it was published. Dr. Jeff Zwierink was a research scholar with Reasons to Believe, which those guys are old Earth creationists. I think it's Hugh Ross. Yeah, I'm very um, aware of them. I I listen to a lot of Hugh Ross, actually. Okay. And then Mark Sargent is a... I don't think he's a Christian, but he's he's a flat earther. Some people think that he's silly or something. Um, Yeah, I love it. Interesting enough, um, so uh, you you have um, an email or something I can yeah the Hake report information about this yeah the Hake report at gmail dot com or if you're on X also known as Twitter you can DM yeah. the Hake report uh, and I and I'm pretty decent at checking my DMs 
probably better at checking my Twitter DMs than I am at checking my email, though I've started to get a little bit better. I will have you guys know. Um, That's great. Well, well, expect an email from me. I think you'll find this interesting. I think maybe this could possibly be a show that you get started with you two. I, I, I like this guy. He's humble. He seems to make a lot of sense in in at certain points. I don't agree with all. I'm I'm, I'm a bit stumped myself. Um, once you watch this, maybe you'll get an understanding of what I'm saying now. Okay. Um, are you a so are you I, so you you're neither a flat earther nor a baltard. You're I'm. 50-50 because of this man, because of this guy now. So it's a, um, so it's a hemisphere. So it's a... <laughs> I just, I, um, no, I'm kidding. Know, I, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, you it's, don't it's know. Not gonna, it's, it's not going to help me. It's not going to stop me from sleeping at night, but I guess what it is, it's when, it, it's when I start seeing answers to questions that I had, and then and he, it seems... They seem to be be um, be answered. So I'm I'm actually a little bit stumped. I'm gonna let you watch them. You're, you'll see what I mean. Right on, man. I'm kind of fifty fifty now. I um, I'm I feel like both make sense now. I, and at one time I was kind of like sold when I first heard all this information he was giving out, and I was pretty shocked. You were sold on um, you were sold on flat Earth for a while. I wa- I was okay. Now you're, but, now you're, but before that, you were a Baltard. Exactly. Okay, and and, and and then you were sold on flat Earth, and now you're fifty fifty. I'm fifty fifty. You could go I'm, way. I'm so I'm so if in a, I'm so curious. It would be awesome to see you, you two on the show, talking it out. He would allow you to ask any questions you wanted. I'm. A hundred percent guaranteed he's going to answer any of your questions that you have and possibly even show you an example. He's that good. Cool. And um, so, yeah, I'm just going to let it speak for itself, send you the email, stop talking, and hopefully this will be something in the long run that could happen. I think think it would be so cool. What I like is the uh, human nature behind it, especially. Because yeah. it's an illustration of how people will jump to conclusions and think that they, think that they know something they don't know and think they'll puff up and in pride over one another. Look down. Yeah. People are, I know that people dis... I'm kind of past where people dismiss the Flat Earthers as silly because a whole lot of silly people dismiss the Flat Earthers, but they embrace yeah. destructive, evil lies like the LGBT or racism and stupid stuff like that. But that is more acceptable to the mainstream, but uh, but it's it's also interesting. I knew a flat earther who uh, became a flat earther because of the it makes us special. It makes us the center of the universe, and God made us special. And it wasn't any of the arguments. It was just that. And I'm like, wow. That's and, my, that's a, that's exactly my reason. That that's exactly what got me on that side of flat earth. Interesting, man. It. That's it. But. But uh, isn't it so? Isn't the ball Earth and uh, the universe stuff and s- space and creation so fascinating and awe-inspiring? And Absolutely. So I so either one. It's irrelevant to uh, whether God made us. Like right. God, it's kind of like the evolution argument. Like I don't care. It doesn't. What is that? If what is that? has nothing to do with the fact that God created us. 
Very true. Yeah. Um, I think I'm, I think it's more of, um, I think I became a little bit more fascinated by it when I started hearing scriptures involved and how it compared to it. And, and, um, it, it could be a theory. It could be a bit of a misunderstanding, but right. it's interesting what they put together. And I kind of have to, at the end of the day, be like, Hmm, um, I don't know, but that it it's coming close to making a, you know, a bit, I, I, I guess it makes sense to me in a lot of ways. And I'm going to let you dive in and, and, uh, send you that email and I think you'll find, I, I, I think either way you're going to find it interesting and cool. That's, re- all, that's all I um, would, would expect for, for the topic to be. It reminds me topic. The, the topic sort of reminds me of the young earth creation uh, debate, old earth or young earth. I, I was exposed to a uh, former atheist who turned into a, a Bible believing Christian and he became this young earth creationist guy, and he did presentations. I think he even did a presentation on the Jesse Lee Peterson show years wow. ago, like 2014, early 2014, when wow. I was a producer. And uh, it was quite interesting. And I almost became a, became a young earth creationist, but I didn't care. I don't know. I don't care. It's just irrelevant. But... Um, but it is interesting. Creation is interesting. You know what I find interesting about all this is that I, I, wa- I watch a lot of the debates from, you know, science, um, atheism, Christianity, all that stuff. And, and there is a bit of a snarky attitude. I, oh, I've yeah. Seen, I've seen flat earthers get it like crazy, and I've seen, cre- you know, um, creationists get it like crazy with the snark. And I don't understand. Like, it doesn't seem that the other, the other side of the flat earth have much... Of that, they're trying to get their point across, show a possibility, and it seems like the other side's very snarky with their nose up in the air type of attitude, and that's one thing I'm not understanding. That seems to be the personality for that, um, you know, for the people that do believe in flat Earth. They seem to be absolute, you know, morons to these people, and you know, um, and and I don't think that's all the way true, um, right. We only know what we know. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, the, a lot of the, the flat earth versus ball earth stuff, I would assume, are not Christians. The ball earthers are not yeah. Christians, right? So they're, they're these arrogant science people who... Right, right. Many of them embrace the LGBT stuff, the racism stuff, the, uh, all kinds of insane things. So they're puffed up on knowledge, and well, it is... It is an evil spirit that gets into people. You puff up over something that you know that somebody else doesn't know. Right. And, you know, Hank, you know the interesting thing about this is a lot of these, um, I think Hugh Ross is one of them. Um, oh, really? He, he, turned, gets, he gets arrogant science, like that? No, scientists turn Christian is, is where I was going with that. Oh, okay. Like, a, a lot of these, the flat earther, the, the man I'm speaking of now, seem to fall in more of a belief of a God because of this, flat earth belief, um, scientists falling in more into, um, God being a possibility because of what they're experience, you know, experiencing and right. witnessing. And it's kind of interesting. They don't, they seem a little bit more at ease from what I see in debates. They seem a little bit more calm. Uh, the other side seems a little bit more emotional and I'm not 
talking down on them in a way, but I can't help but look at the debates and, and see that, man, they look a little bit in their feelings about this, and the other side seems to just want to get their point across. Two, two whole different individual personalities Yeah. um, I like that about debates, about seeing people discuss things. I like me too. When like JLP, for example, he just stays on point and gets the the his point across. His his aim is getting getting to the truth of things and telling the truth about the big picture truth that he's getting at. And these other people want to distract with what about this and what about that and. Like a like a woman, and shout out to the women. But you know, sometimes it's a temptation <laughs> of, and males do this too. But it's an intellectual. What about this? What about that? Just arguing, rather than trying to get to the truth, and and being of love and treating people with un unshaking unshaken respect, even when you're mocking them. <laughs> Did you ever but, watch uh, the Ken Ham and um, debate? No, with, uh, with Bill Nye. Oh, you know what you got to do before you watch that debate, though, Hake, is you got to watch when they're walking in the museum. He has uh, Ken Ham has this museum that is built like the Ark. He's the Young Earth creationist, right? I believe so. Yeah, and he debated um, Bill Nye, who's Bill Nye, the science guy, who used to have a funny show, and now he's a SJW. Cringy that we all guy. watched in elementary. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he um, same spirit. Hey, with Bill Nye, you could see it in his. It's it's something. It, I know you. I'm sure if you watch debates, you notice that too. But Bill Nye, same thing. I'm trying to hear him out. Hear what intellect he's going to give us, and it just comes off like this guy's just angry at Ken Ham, and he treats him just like he's kind of a a fool. That's Kind of that's yeah. kind of a vibe I get. Um, we're fools, and I can't believe you think that um, type of vibe. So you but, said um, that the so you said that the the scientists who turn Christian are more calm and truth oriented, whereas the scientists who are atheists are more arrogant and and emotional. That seems to be what I get from a lot of these debates. They um, it seems to be a lot of but more a lot more emotion on the science and, and a lot more calm and collect. I'm not, and I'm not just picking sides. I'm, I'm trying to hear. Right. You're just Some, seeing how they are. In, the, the spirit that, emit, in, that emits from them. Sometimes in the debate, the scientists had a little bit more than the creationists. And I have to give it up. That just means that it's almost like a boxing fight. One just showed up. And had more, you know, facts going on. Had a look, maybe a little bit more of the crowd. It's kind of interesting. But uh, I don't watch a lot of debates, really. I find it interesting just to see now. Now, especially that we're talking about the personalities. Yeah, that's one the thing spirit that's that comes interesting out of to watch. Yeah, mm, exactly. I noticed I my, in my last th- debate, uh, maybe it, actually my discussion with Tom Foolery. There was like this pull, this temptation to uh, put my will into it. Yeah. And that's not a good way to go. That's a terrible way to go. That's Satan. <laughs> I think that, I think that, I think he just called it out right there. I think there's a, you know, it's, it's something where 
I'm just sitting back and relaxing and watching, and I'm noticing, man, if the scientists was a little bit less in their feelings, they'd be a little bit more believable. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of, I know that's a strange thing, but it's, it's kind of like kinda watching true. Trump with the, these discussions. <laughs> Trump is just exactly unshakable, like real, <laughs> genuine. It, and then these people are just nitpicking about piddly things. We love the unscripted yeah. stuff. Yep. We can't get enough of it. So, hey, I don't want to take too much of your time. I'm going to send you that email. I'm kind of excited for you to watch it. Cool, so, man. Um, yeah. Um, How old are you, if you don't mind my asking? Not to dox I'm, you. I'm, I'm 41. Okay. Nice. Roughly my age. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Arthur in Colorado. I'll look forward to getting that. Great talking to you. You, you have a good one, and you have a great Thanksgiving. Are you white? I'm I'm Hispanic. I thought I'm, you might be Hispanic, actually. I, I was thinking you I'm were white, very, and then I'm like, wait a minute, he sounds Hispanic. I'm, I, I'm <laughs> not a very good Mexican. They right. don't very they don't very you know they don't really include me yeah. in, in much. I don't speak Spanish, so I'm not really one of them. Right? Yeah, Americanized, and that and that's fine with me. Yeah, so. I think I've talked to you before, touching on this or no? Yes. Yes, we've talked about um, another subject. It, it had something to do with... I believe last time we spoke, it was on um, Nephilim and uh, Anunnaki. Oh, okay. Right on. And then we touched on the Hispanic thing, too, before, I feel like. I believe I've, I've touched on the Hispanic thing, and I think um, Nick has also called me out. Okay. I was Hispanic writer. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny, because you don't really have an accent, but there's something in the quality of your voice that sounds like it's Hispanic. Especially right, knowing you're right, 41, because right. if you were an older white man, then I would then I would be like, oh, okay, yeah, that does sound like an older white man. I was also brought up in L.A. Okay, for the slang and the lingo, I'm I'm gradually getting away from it at 41. <laughs> nice, <laughs> <laughs> becoming a man. <laughs> Finally, right on, man. Appreciate you. Call me again sometime, and I'll look forward to that. You email. got it. You got it, Hank. All right, bye. Oh. Oops. You know, about these flat earthers, I got, I was going to address it with Arthur, but I, but I wanted to, he wanted to move on. These, these flat earthers are definitely in their feelings. I took it as a warning when one of my friends came out as a flat earther because of we're, us being special. I'm like, that means he believes things that aren't true. And based on like, some cockamamie idea, like, oh, we're special. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're somewhat special, but we're not, like, center of the universe special, necessarily. Doesn't, I mean, that's a, a, a jump into conclusions that aren't true. And sure enough, like, oftentimes the flat earthers will believe their imagination or believe their gossip and get into their imagination. You know, my, the last flat earther I talked to, the full-blown flat earther, Hey, we are 95% of your audience. Tread softly. Oh, no, I'm going to tread hard. Because we love the flat earthers, and, we, and the flat earthers love us. If we love anybody and they love anybody. <laughs> it's in the Bible, Hake. <laughs> it's a fact. But no, it, it's not in the Bible that we're the center of the universe. We're in the center of our universe. <laughs> I don't think. The, Earth, the Bible doesn't even take a position on the universe. It's not concerned with, the, with such things. It's concerned with how men live or how they don't live. 
how we don't live. But uh, they'll listen to gossip and repeat it. And non-flatter, baltards do this too. And half and halfers do this too. 50-50s do this too. Hemispherists do this too. <laughs> it, not to make you feel better about yourselves for doing wrong, doing evil. Being evil, gossiping, conclusions jumping, lie-believing suckers caught up with useless arguments. Hey, Flat Earth is not 9-11. Anyone who ever worked with steel knows that an open fire won't do anything to steel. I don't care. It's jet fuel. I wasn't thinking it was jet fuel. I was thinking it was... Uh, it took out, like, a significant chunk of, of that building. It's going to be some collapsing, and the collapsing is going to com- collapse and collapse and collapse and collapse. Of course, it's going to be a... look like a free fall. But anyway... Uh, you believe stuff that's not true. You get in your head about stuff that, that you don't know. You jump into co- false conclusions and thinking you're being logical. It's something that happens. Oh, hey, you are NASA shill or you're a complete idiot? I'll go with the latter. Idiot. <laughs> I won't deny idiot. NASA shill? You work for the government? Remember that guy, that caller from... Uh, Last week or two weeks ago, asked if I work for the government. You sound like somebody who works for the government. I also sound like a normal person asking a perfectly reasonable question that you can't... It doesn't melt steel, but it weakens it. And weakening it is all you need. Esoteric is right. Softens it. Tower 7 sympathizer. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means, but it sounds funny. I like it. Um... Yes, lines are open. Call in. 1-888-775-3773. At least there's one line open. Hang tight, callers. But I will get right to you. Uh, so they get it all in their heads, and that just shows me when they say, or oh, you work for the government, or you're a NASA shill, or a complete idiot. Well, I don't mind that. I do not resent the complete idiot thing. But I, you know, I put out that perfectly nice drawing of a sphere. A sketch we'll call it, of a sphere on that post-it note with the radius and then the uh, little person on there with the little uh, tiny, this is, the, this is the amount of this big ball that, he, that you can see. This is a big ball. This is the amount that you can see around you. That's a flattish disc. Uh, and then an airplane. This is just this much above this, this big ball. Just like that much still inside of its atmosphere, by the way. And then the International Space Station, which I guess that's interspace, inner space. Is that called inner space, man? Stuff that's in orbit. Somebody said orbit is not space hake because North Korea allegedly sent something out in orbit, according to them. Hake, stop it. Uh, if it softened, it would have mangled and fell over sideways, says the guy who doesn't understand <laughs> physics. <laughs> <laughs> slowly, not straight down at free fall speed. Kevin Howe, he's also a Ukraine simp <laughs> and thinks that we're shilling for uh, Putin by bashing Globo Homo. He thinks, that, he thinks that Putin telling the truth about Trump weaken, will weaken the West and he wants the West strong 
<laughs> Kevin Howe is a mess. Shout out to Kevin Howe. Um, the International Space Station, 250 miles above Earth, 254 miles above Earth, that's, that's just this much, so he's barely going to be able to see this little disc above this huge flat ball, this huge ball. And I drew that to help you guys picture how uh, 30,000 feet or 30,000 feet is not that high. You're not going to be able to detect anything. You're going to be, you just see a bigger circle, a uh, bigger radius. Maybe you can see 250 miles to the horizon. When the Earth is, what, 8,000 miles across, something like that, roughly? I forget. So, uh, flat earthers, leaving I don't know. <laughs> don't be jumping to cockamamie conclusions thinking that you're being logical. Oh, we can see past where we should be able to see past the horizon, see to the horizon. We should only see three, move on, hey, because it's Cookie Crisp. Hey, what's up, Cookie Crisp? Hey, your diagram makes sense, but it doesn't prove that it's not flat. No, I'm just illustrating the obvious globe. It's an obvious globe, okay, obviously. But I'm just illustrating. You can really only see that much, and you're thinking that you're going to be able to see a curve. Ridiculous. Uh, they'll believe gossip. They'll make up stuff. from. They'll listen to Satan. They'll listen to their heads. So that's a warning. It's a warning. Thanks for the Baltar drawing, Hake. You're welcome. I am, we love the Flat Earthers. I'm an honorary Flat Earth Society member, even though that society is a, is a psyop, I heard people think. Could be. All right. No building falls into its own f- footprint at free fall speed unless it's a controlled demolition. Simple as SMH, says GMT Jim. You don't know that. You don't know anything about <laughs> what a building would do. A building had never done that before. Because it, that had never happened to that build, th- those two buildings before. It makes total sense. <laughs> of course it would make sense. It makes sense. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is gross. Speaking of people who get into their heads, Pocket, far left Pocket, is promoting disgustingness. Disgusting. Um, Pocket Reuters context. Jump down to Vox... Assimilationist, one through six. Cover your eyes, kids. These are drawings that seem totally benign, but it depicts what the... Maybe you should just cover your ears, kids, ladies, gentlemen. This is gross and insane. The Assimilationist, or on the unexpected cost of passing as a trumpet woman, meaning a a man who feels like he's a woman. The trouble with finding my true self in the beauty aisles. Well, this person is 
a woman in spirit. <laughs> All concerned about finding himself in the beauty aisles. Pocket is, uh, this is an article by some one Emily St. James, he calls himself. Formerly of Vox, a reprint from a 2020 article promoted to this day on the far-left anti-Christian Mozilla-affiliated Pocket today. Or by today, I mean just recently. Three buildings on their own footprint. Yeah, but there's collateral damage. Gravity pulls you down. I mean, pushes you down. Gravity is a push, not a pull. And gravity hurts this man. That's a man. You see that drawing? Isn't that so disturbing? That's a dude. We're looking at a watercolor slash uh, pen and ink drawing, or maybe it's gouache. Anybody know gouache? It's sort of clay. Um, You mix it with water. It's sort of clay material. And it looks like a, you know, cute short-haired gal. But it's a dude. That's a dude. (laughs) Terrible. Terrible. Isn't that disturbing? Hassan, could you tell that that was a dude? (laughs) No. Yeah. Ridiculous. (laughs) Wait, this cartoon? Yeah. That cartoon is a dude. Who says? <laughs> I'm, I'm basing it. I think it's a safe assumption. The, oh, but, the illustrator says that? Based on the context of this article, <laughs> I think this illustration, if this illustration was made specifically for this, uh, this uh, article, I think it is a dude. Sick, huh? It's just like a simple drawing of a person who looks like a woman. You have shape of a woman, skinny, white skin, blonde haired, purse. <laughs> Can you tell? I mean, it's tough to say. I, I, I don't... <laughs> okay, go on to um, number two, Emily St. James. This Vox is Vox. And they found it pocket-worthy. And you see, like, a, it looks like they're shopping. Oh, yeah. Dude. That's a dude. Look at the shoulders. <laughs> no, I don't know. The assimilationist. Assimilate. Meaning pretend like you are passing as a so-called trans woman. Meaning a man who... People, th- people look at the man and they think, oh, it is a woman. Emily St. James. I didn't know that Emily St. James was actually a so-called trans woman. Read when you have time to spare. Well, I have time to spare. Okay, so go to number three. Here's the thing that gives me a thrill, but probably shouldn't. It's working. I can count the number of times I've been misgendered, meaning called a man, sir, in the past, or he or or him, in the past six months on two hands. So less than ten times in six months, he's been not called a she. And now it happens so infrequently I can chalk it up to somebody misspeaking for far more often than a deliberate attempt to make me feel like blank. Oh, don't read that, kids. I forgot to censor that. Forgot to censor this article. These cussing liberals, they cuss. It's so disgusting. I've even had a few encounters where someone was shocked to learn I was trans and not cis. C-I-S. I've developed camouflage. And see, now you have this person in a car 
still depressed and in his head and thinking about stuff. See, look at this. These this looks like he's in an aisle or shopping, shopping with pink bags. Uh, go to number four. Go to number four there, Hassan. The problem, I suppose, is I like being an assimilationist. I like it when people just assume I'm a woman without a second glance. Show number four there, Hassan. Uh, I like it when I don't have to explain myself. I like when I go buy a pink razor that's more expensive than a men's razor now. I feel like I don't have to come up with an excuse for why I'm buying it. Ah, this person is into these shallow things like going to the beauty aisle and how people react to him. It. That's crazy. That's just as bad as the flat earthers. Or the uh, people who say that those 9-11 buildings couldn't have fallen like that. They would have tipped over. (laughs) Why would they tip over? It's more than one. <laughs> anyway, um, Emily St. James was a senior correspondent for Vox, and this is supposed to be drawing him, uh, covering American identities, identities, fake ideas. Now you see the wisdom behind JLP telling people to get rid of their identities. She, meaning he, has written about anti-trans laws the ways we are rethinking the American so-called family and the use of color in TV and film. She, meaning he, is a 2022 Hugo Award nominee for his his profile of science fiction author something-something, critic at large and culture editor for Vox, far-left extremist Vox, not to be confused with Vox Day, and co-author of some book talking about the X-Files. The X-Files was liberal. Ugh. Arf. Hey, you wear a pink La 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 shirt. I know, but it's desert pink. Or it's mauve. Mauve? Mauve. This post originally appeared in Vox and was published February 19th, 2020. Republished here in Pocket, Far Left Extremist Pocket, with permission. Will you support our work? Please consider making a financial gift to Vox today. Vox.com, not Vox Day. Vox Day is a Christian. Delusions. Shallow. Mess. I'm shaking my head. Uh... So, people concerned with shallow, empty things. Justin in Fullerton, California. How are you doing, Justin? Thanks for calling. Oh, hey, thanks for taking my call. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. Now, I was just calling, um, you know, thinking about Thanksgiving around the corner. and can smell all the, you know, turkey and stuffing already. I was just thinking of how we should be very grateful for the Europeans who came to this country and were benevolent and just, you know, just want to put out there that we, you know, briefly that we, we should be very grateful for this time of year and, and not really uh, listen to the liberal left when they talk about how, you know, Native Americans have injustice or 
Stay close to your phone, yeah. man. Your 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 signal or something is kind of coming in and out. Getting a lot of background noise. Yeah, a lot of background noise. Oh, okay. Let me speak up. So I was saying that uh, it should be essentially just a time of gratitude for what you know, Europeans have done for their benevolence and, and uh, sharing food. And Americans. And, and America. It's a great time to remember that. Yeah, you know, it reminds me, I wanted to ask... Uh, Tom Foolery, maybe next time I talk to him, if I talk to him again, which I would like to. Tom Foolery, who I who I just talked to last Friday, I debated with him like a year before that or so, maybe more than that, on The Crucible about, I forget what, but, oh, maybe whether systemic racism exists or something like that. And I'm like, the blacks should be thankful for slavery. They should be thankful, the blacks today especially. Um, yeah, should be thankful yeah. for slavery. And he's like, will you be my slave then? Like, that does not address my uh, my point. That's like a dishonest argument. It doesn't. It's not even an argument. It's like a uh, dumb, uh, silly rhetoric thing. But anyway, um, should yeah. the blacks not be thankful for slavery rather than bitter about it? Bitter about something they never experienced. But they're bitter they about be- it. They're so bitter about it, they get in their feelings about the so-called N-word. Because other things happened in slavery, like, you know, some, some were hanged, some were yeah. lynched, and some were, were beaten, some even unjustly treated with those things. Some, perhaps justly, I don't know. I would assume that there were just and unjust things that happened in the midst of it. But it's something to be grateful for. You're in America, by, by, thanks to slavery. In America, you never had it so good, physically speaking. So be grateful. Be grateful in all things. We should be grateful yeah, even, I agree. even though we have a liberal, insane-run world, woman-led, and it's just supporting lies over the truth and evil over good. Yeah. We should be grateful yeah. for our lives and for the chance to be... Well, I mean... Uh, Jesus said we're the light of the world. Whereas the world is evil. Expect it to be evil. Don't be mad about it, the world being evil. It's supposed to be evil. Duh. So, uh, yeah. same thing with slavery. There were good and evil things that happened in slavery. There is just as there is good and evil things happening in the so-called freedom that we have. So, yeah, I agree with you, man. Um, you call yeah, it Europeans. You, by Europeans, you mean the whites, like the Americans included? Yeah. Y- yes. Yeah. That, that's all of us included. Yeah. Yeah, we shouldn't fret about uh, about the invasion and subversion that's happened, that is happening, ongoing. We should deal with it like men and always give thanks in everything. It's Christian. And it's also common sense if you pause and consider it. Well, that's rare these days, but yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's common to all. It's in there somewhere. But you've just been separated from it by education, by knowledge and bitterness and intellect, thinking, getting into your feelings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the liberalism is all about Propping up emotions which are evil. Yeah, so definitely your voice of reason is is a, a resounding 
a reason to be thankful, another reason. Appreciate your logic. That's why I like JLP's message that if you have anger, you're a liberal. If you don't have anger, you're a conservative. Who's <laughs> uh, that? Nice, Justin. Um, I happen to know that, well, I don't happen to know. What did you think about my statement about the uh, Twin Towers in Building 7? Uh, I missed that one. I missed that one. Oh, okay. All right. Well, to me, I saw a picture of, I saw a uh, drawing that looked to scale, not sure if it was, of how okay. close and how little Building 7 is right there, but it's kind of tall, tall enough to get uh, hit and toppled, basically. But it's quite close to those twin towers, and it just makes sense that the collateral damage from those towers would uh, would knock down that building. To me. Yeah. Uh, man, you're 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 completely silent, Justin. Your phone is a mess over there in Fullerton. You, oh, and he di- he disconnected. <laughs> Anyway. Israel did it. <laughs> Says Magnus Pontul. Israel did the hang-up or Israel did a uh, 9-11? I disavow. That stuff, I, I could understand there being uh, some evil things happening. I saw a uh, parallel between, on Rumble, shared by our resident historian, Asmodor, about who's been on my show, I've been on his show, The Crypto Report, about, <laughs> Obama did it, <laughs> Obama, Obama bin Laden. He heard the click. Ugh. He didn't click hard enough. Comparing the, uh, what's that one that did, world, started us, that sucked us into World War II, supposedly? Pearl Harbor. They kind of let Pearl, they, maybe, per, seemed to have let Pearl Harbor happen. There were some sketchy or questionable things, facts about the Pearl Harbor mess. And I've heard some things about 9-11 mess. Clinton had the chance, by the way, to go after Osama. Um... that there was some letting of it happen and exploit, certainly exploiting of the situation to uh, go do a war. Just like when there's like a mass shooting. Especially a mass shooting by a white, a supposed white, purported white. That supposed crisis, that event, is, happen- is seized upon by the liberals, to war against the rights of the people. War against the Second Amendment. And so it is these uh, 9-11 and the Pearl Harbor thing. Oh, let's go into war. Many say Churchill withheld the information. Kilo Alpha Tango says Pearl Harbor was executed as a tipping point operation to really kick off the war so that because Americans didn't want to join into the the World War II thing. And Stardust, you know, my former guest Stardust, said that it's better when America's not isolationist. 
not getting into a war isn't necessarily isolationist, I don't think. What are you getting at? I'm getting at the, at that, um, whether these things are planned or, uh, or allowed or whether it's corruption or incompetence that these things happen. These things are allowed to happen to us. These attacks and um, things like that. They're used for evil. It's like you're incompetent. And so you create a crisis in the city. You're, you're running a city incompetently and corrupt. And you create a crisis in the city. Oh, we have a crisis. We need money to address this homeless situation. We need money to address this crime situation. And then you just make it worse. <laughs> you only continue making it worse. Oh, but you keep it just manageable. Evil, but manageable. Isolationism is based. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't care. You should save Hillary. <laughs> it's too old for me. I don't care about her. Let her. I don't care about anybody. Hillary Clinton? They, it's, they cause a problem and you swoop in with, with more problems. You're not for what's right. You're never for what's right. You know, these people. Terrible. It's like this. Let me get to this last point here. These pocket headlines. More of these pocket headlines. Um, let's start with this. Abortion. Abortion. This was promoted by Context, which is one of the long arms, the tentacles of, um, of Reuters, far-left Reuters, Thompson Reuters Foundation, whatever. And it was published in February of 2022, and it's still promoted to this day. For many women seeking an abortion, financial considerations also weigh heavily because their, their God is money. Abortion and the economy explained the high price of America's anti-abortion laws. And I could believe that the Republicans are ineffective with their laws because we have a corrupt culture that embraces killing the unborn babies. And sometimes when they're born, they still get killed, by the way, FYI, as if killing them when they're unborn is better. You do the math and make it make sense. Oh, the woman's it's going to affect the woman's body. In many crazy ways that you will never have to suffer. So you hate nature and nature's God. Okay. Promoting abortion a year and a half ago, from a year and a half ago to this day. Women across the United States are facing more obstacles when making such decisions, which they don't make good decisions. They, 73% of them feel pressured. That's not good. You're just corrupting the world to do something evil which they have no right to do. You have a right not to, not to be sleeping around. How's it, how about that for your choice? Republican-led states, including Texas, passed new laws restricting abortion access, communist buzzword, access. Abortion means killing the baby in the womb, obviously. Such measures bring economic hardships for many women and have wider financial implications too often opaqued by deep ideological and religious divide on the issue. Plain old common sense, you don't kill the babies in the womb. But 
Oh, and then a uh, doctor and a and a woman, evil doctor and an evil woman, want to do that. Suffer. So that's something p- promoting evil and the economy. You had the Fleetwood Mac gal saying, "Oh, I'm glad I, I was able to kill my baby because then I could have a a career. You could have had the baby and your and your little singing thing." Been a terrible mother anyway. People say, oh, they're going to be a terrible mother anyway. Let them kill the baby. That doesn't make sense. You're forced to be more responsible when you uh, are, al- are forced to be responsible for your actions. It's a sink or swim type of situation. People get a little bit better when they uh, get themselves into some hardship and they're not bailed out for it, enabled to be irresponsible and evil. So sick. Okay, and then uh, what else was promoted by this context thing by Reuters? Anti-work and the Great Resignation. This is also from a a year and a half ago. Anti-work and the Great Resignation. Why workers, quote-unquote workers, are quitting their jobs. Well, that would make them not workers anymore. If they're quitting their jobs, that means they're not working. See that one there, Hassan? It says anti-work, Great Resignation. 2022 Reuters context. Far-left extremist Reuters... They pretend like they're center of the road, like AP, also far-left extremists. Asher Isbrooker wrote this article. The great resignation is here. Workers are quitting on strike in record numbers, demanding higher wages and better treatment. Spoiled, brainwashed people who supported the destruction of uh, the economy and the dollar and all that stuff, making the dollars useless. (laughs) not getting an abortion is the cause of inflation now (laughs) you make a baby you raise it right the baby will be adding value into the world but no many of them are sucking value from the world just like these women who are killing their babies are sucking value from the world and these so called workers evil versus evil Strike! I watched this uh, pro-union, pro-striking propaganda Disney movie years ago, 25, 30 years ago, something like that. Maybe, maybe 30 years ago. Newsies? You guys remember Newsies? Pulitzer and Hearst, they think we're nothing. They got us, do they got us? No! (laughs) With Batman in it, Christian Bale? And they're promoting striking and all I get that I get that uh, employers can do wrong, but these spoiled so-called workers, non-workers do wrong, do evil. What happened to birth control? Get rid of subsidizing birth control too. Yeah, that's what I know Christian Bale from. He's the guy from Newsies. I object on what grounds? On the grounds of Brooklyn. Terrible. And these are the most spoiled people there used to just sitting on their jobs and getting to watch podcasts and listen to podcasts and play games. (laughs) Terrible.
And then they look down on the boomers and they're worse than the boomers. What a mess. Anyway, I got to end, guys. Um, This has been the Hake Report. Let me check for any last Super Chats. Over on uh, buymeacoffee.com slash the Hake Report. Let's check Rumble Rants. Streamlabs, I got, the, I got you, Gregatron. Amazing Asia says, A little history of pumpkin pie. Black slaves were given undesirable ingredients to cook with and didn't get many fruits, so they used sweet potatoes to make, the, make a pie. The slave masters thought the pie smelled divine but didn't want to ask them what it was made of. They could smell the sugar and cinnamon and saw the pie looked like a little orange and assumed it was pumpkin. They eventually asked what the wives what the bake, to bake the pie, and that's how white people started eating pumpkin pie. Don't argue with me. It's in the history books. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Turkey emoji. Real Donald Trump bought five coffees. We're so back. Jesse Kerr bought three coffees. Showing support. Love you, Hake. Well, thank you. Um, all right. Adios, America. I'm late. This is the Sky Green Leopards. Uh, the Heron. The Heron. Um, what's the name? A Dream of Waters, part two. 2005-1000 bird ceremony. Hope you enjoy it. Adios, America. Bye. Isn't this nice? <laughs> Lost at sea. American Anchor Baby at noon. Great track. So good.
Adios, America. Hope you enjoyed that. Bye.